All right. Hello, welcome to today's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have horror host Bud the Demon himself, James Carnes from Texas. And uh, you're probably enjoying the warm weather down there where we're enjoying bullshit cold weather right now. It's actually cold here for, for Texas. I'm I'm out here in my shop right now, but yeah, I've got my beanie on and I'm all bundled up, man. It's it's pretty damn cold. It's well, in the 40s here. Oh, cold weather in Texas at 40s. Uh, yeah, like right. 20s here, and it was snow oh, and everything else is bullshit. So. Oh yeah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, well, Mega Life. Um, before we get too far, um, my uncle lives in Dallas, and uh, one year. I was here, not far from here. I was across town at the time where I lived. And uh, here in Ohio, it was almost 70 degrees. And in Dallas, it was snowing on Christmas. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Oh, yeah. My dad was laughing. He's like, it's locked. <laughs> yep. And he goes, it's cold down here. I'm like, it's warm. I'm standing outside in my shirt. No shirt. No, no, no jacket on my front porch. Although, like, two days later, it was, like, below freezing again. So, but we got it. Of course. Brief moment. We were better in Texas. All right. But then we'll get back to this. Uh, tell us about yourself today, sir. Oh, man. Uh a lot, a lot to talk about, really. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, I'm the, I'm the horror host. Uh, everybody knows, knows and loves Bub the Demon. Uh, uh, me and uh, my, my co-host uh, Edgar Nevermore, the, the mutant man raven. We're, uh, we're the first, the first two uh, horror hosts out of Waco, Texas. So we're pretty damn proud of that. But uh, we've got, I mean, me and him have been having like we talked about doing a lot of film projects and stuff before we started horror hosting. And we're sort of, I mean, we're still working a lot on that. We actually have a couple of projects in the works right now, too. So a lot of stuff uh, uh, being written. He's writing the script, actually, for a Splatterhouse fan film right now. Sweet. Yeah, and, uh, based off the old old school video game. Yep. Um, I can't believe no one's done that yet. That's why he was like, holy shit. Like, like it, it's a huge passion of his. I was like, dude roll with it man because uh i ended up uh i don't know if you saw it i posted earlier uh was watching again got gotta throw a shout out my one of it's one of my favorite movies now adam chaplin it's a, a necrostorm movie i don't know if any if you've seen any of necrostorm stuff man but like everything is, is super violent like oh yeah hyper gore, like totally unrealistic well um I got, um, I got, um, I got to see that movie. I can't know how many years ago it was, uh, but my my one buddy used to uh, get a theater like every like t two Fridays a month, and he would show like these weird cult movies and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And that was one of them we got to see. Never heard of it. We just went in freaking blind, and was like, "All right, we're gonna check out this movie." And I was like, "Holy shit, this is fire!" <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 mind blowing, man. I, like I was definitely not ready for that. Like uh, growing up, uh, I was a huge fan of uh, Fist of the North Star, the anime. Oh yeah, and like seeing that right there, I was like, and I was just talking about it too. I was like, there's no way like no one could ever put like a like a live action Fist of the North Star and do it right. And the more I started watching this movie, I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. So uh, I'm talking to a few other people. Got uh, some some pretty pretty big names involved um, right now. So that's uh, I mean it's still way 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 pre pre like pre pre development. Um, so I mean I still got a lot a lot of work to do with that. But uh, that's that's gonna be my baby for sure, man. Um, but we've got a, a few other uh, short films and stuff that we're working on too. As well as the show, you're 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 like me, man. I I'm currently I do the three shows a week, and I'm currently yeah. <laughs> working on a um, scripts for a series I want to do a YouTube series with like an actual like series like a TV series, but it's because it was going to be a big film, and I decided to like shrink it down, make little uh, uh like do it in like fifteen minute like segments, and uh. Hopefully, I may not. Hell shoot. yeah! 
this summer, but I'm going to shoot some test stuff that I can work on so I can have this footage and see what I can actually do and what I can't do with my editing programs, with the cameras I got and the microphones and stuff, and then go from there. <laughs> so. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing, man, too, is just like using what you got, man. And, and, and learning like, dude, like I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I still, I learn tons of new stuff every day. It seems like with, with filming and editing, especially with editing, man, like that is definitely like where I definitely need to, up my game for sure um which we're we're definitely doing that with uh with this with the dead end drive-in uh featuring bub and edgar this season um like and yeah the, the cave the cave is still there and, and uh, I, I might i might end up still keeping uh cave of carnage as its own separate show also um i haven't really fully decided on that it's definitely it's it's staying its own property for sure but uh the dead end drive-in is definitely it's it's like I've expanded the set. It's it's way way bigger than what it was before. We actually have like a drive-in style, a mini mini drive-in style screen that I built. Um, and we like I said, we're we're doing a lot more a lot more skits with this one. We we pretty much didn't do any skits really before, but we're definitely going kind of skit heavy with this one. And I've actually got uh a pretty big a uh, pretty big voice actor on board as our announcer for the show we got a uh, john st john the voice actor for duke nukem that's freaking awesome that's so cool. yeah i can't fucking wait man see it's funny because because uh um you talked about all this stuff i was like man i did you know i do the three shows i do this and then i added the fourth show which is takes the place of the other one which was me and my wife and that one's kind of just whenever we can get together and just put together an episode and now i'm i've been running it out of my basement which is this which is what i call my lair and it depends on which show i'm doing as i shoot it this way it's my interview show i shoot it this way it's my other two shows <laughs> right and I'm thinking about redoing this because this is a bar technically, even though there's just comic books stacked everywhere on top of it and shooting it that <laughs> way yeah. for our other show. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, but I'm, I'm trying to find a building right now that I can do. I'm getting, trying to look for a warehouse so I can have storage for the comic book shop and my store, well, for my store. So I can store my vehicles in there for before I'm not using them for conventions, but I can also set it up as a studio so I can actually put the walls in, decorate it. So it's just the set studio. I don't have to mess with everything. I don't have to have my dogs running around my legs and my kid banging on the door upstairs. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 what I was super stoked about, about uh, like I was expanding with this set. Like and, and at first, like whenever I had first planned all of it, it was just me. You know, I was just going to do it myself. And then uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Seth, Seth Holbrook, uh, 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 Edgar Nevermore, he was like, dude, like, he was like, I'd love to do that with you, man. Like, he was like, dude, being a horror host would be so fucking cool. And I was like, well, dude, come on, man. Fuck it. Let's do it together. That's right, man. So, and the, the, the cave, like, I, I was kind of, you know, like, in, in my head, you know, I planned on it was just going to be me, maybe my daughter as my puppeteer behind me. But, uh, yeah, then, uh, that that quickly got pretty cramped uh, after we did a few few episodes and uh, started thinking about it and just started thinking about it and we decided to we were like you know what fuck it dude let's let's build a let's build a, like a mini drive-in so it kind of went from there and kind of just and also that's the thing too with with that angle we're not only just going to show like horror and sci-fi stuff anymore we're going to show old school public domain like kung fu movies westerns like anything that you would see like at a drive-in oh yeah well there's so much that we're missing out on and i I like to i joke around my wife a little bit ago and i was like i'm like the 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 bastard uh stepchild of uh horror host because i i do the the sci-fi tv shows and i do saturday morning cartoons but yet i still get lotted in with the other horror host and then i do a horror host show but that's not my main gig and I, you know, it, it's cool because I, I keep thinking about adding 
because I do Saturday morning serials and I thought about doing a Saturday afternoon show because, you know, yeah, we all grew up with, so I thought about doing it so that it's like the cheesy, uh, um, uh, I, you know, uh, um, Westerns and the cheesy Kung Fu movies and then something else that you have, like you, if you watch Saturday morning, you can just flip it over at noon and then you can start watching what you would normally watch. <laughs> I do, I do. Right. One show I did it for our, uh, one years and it was Saturday all day and it was uh started at seven in the morning with the old 60s black and white cartoons and went to I think six o'clock in the afternoon it was like 12 hours worth of stuff I did <laughs> oh wow hell yeah man I was like man that's just the show I only want to do every once in a while that's just too much <laughs> yeah yeah I bet dude I bet like, and that's what, like, uh, I was, I was starting our own channel. I've teamed up uh, with, with Slash Cooper um, with Graveyard Television. But um, I mean, we, we plan on, you know, doing a, doing a channel on Amazon. Mm -hmm. So right now we're just on YouTube and Facebook. But when we get on Amazon, we'll be able to host, you know, the uh, the, the independent films that, that we be, that both of us have been given permission by by artists to, to host and and you know go i'm definitely uh gonna gonna really push the envelope with the show uh whenever we get to where we can go on amazon um with, with the skits and whatnot um because there's only so much we can do on uh facebook and youtube without getting uh without getting into some trouble so uh yeah i'm i'm definitely uh definitely gonna gonna probably gonna piss a few people off but i don't really care <laughs> Uh, I I would like to do redo my show, but given the fact is, is I, I have never given two shits about um, what I air. So I've never made a penny because I don't care because I know there's no money in this. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to, if you know, whatever. And, um, you know, so I just do the cartoons until they tell me to take them down or they take it down themselves. Uh, but I would love to get on Tubi. I, I have a friend who who has his show on Tubi, and I'm like, maybe that's what I should go for, you know? Just go for Tubi. Just <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? I mean, hell, dude, uh, go for it, man. Yeah, I I think if if I don't redo my basement and I do get the other building, then I'll really put it forward because then I can I can bring in other people. Because man, I I shoot my show legitimately sometimes at like midnight on a weekday or you know yeah. no one wants yeah. to be here helping me at freaking one o'clock in the morning <laughs> when they gotta get to work at you know five in the morning so you yeah. know that's understandable yeah so now if i shoot it at a studio then i'll just do just basically go in one sunday i'll go to the gym then we go to the studio until we're done and then knock it out <laughs> that way. hell yeah you're right dog sorry <laughs> My dog's over here making weird noises. So, <laughs> so I, I, I got to ask you, man, how did you get into horror hosting? Man, uh, it, it's been something that I've been into again ever since I was a kid growing up watching Joe Bob with my papa. And then uh, probably about five or six years ago is whenever I really started like watching. Uh, I, I found uh, Slash Cooper. Um, started watching his shows, started watching Spinguli around the same time. And just, and just and like it, it, both of them, I, and, and then Joe Bob came back on Shudder. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, shit. It's just like all of this, like, it was like a culmination of like childhood memories all just, you know, coming up at once. But, uh, I, I, I used to do a podcast, but, um, uh, I, uh, I was wanting to get, you know, want, still wanting to do something. We've been on hiatus forever, and it didn't look like the show was coming back. So I was like, you know what, man, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna reach out to Slash and be like, hey, you know, like, what, what would I need to do to to start horror hosting if I was wanting to do it? And he was like, oh, I got you. Here you go, brother. Like, bam. And he set me up, connected me with all the right people, and just went from there, and everything just snowballed, man. Oh yeah, well. It's funny because I, I talk to everybody. I, I don't know how old you are, but uh, we had a horror host, local horror host that I grew up on, end up becoming, I wouldn't say friends. We came, we came acquaintances later on in life. And um, then one of his uh, 
producers, I ended up becoming friends with him and we would sit there and talk. And, and, uh, one day I was like, man, I, I keep thinking about, you know, wanting to do a horror host. And he's like, do it, do it. He's like, just do it. And I'm like, man, how do you go about getting movies? And he goes, well, you know, you do the public access or the public domain ones, which everybody does. He goes, he goes, but it's better to, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than for permission. He goes, so just do it. And he goes, and all they can do is tell you to take it down. And, um, I'm sitting there one day and this is during the pandemic and I'm stuck at home and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to do this. And I start doing it and I had to thank him. And he's like, is it worked out? I was like, yeah. I was like, they've only asked me to take down a handful of episodes. I mean, literally I'm working on my 99th episode now. And I think they took down four episodes before they aired. Um, they said, nope. Those cartoons can't get past. And then um, they've taken cartoons down a couple here and there. Cause I have people like, what happened to episode 26? I'm like, I don't know. There should be an episode 26. I scroll down through my thing. It's still there, but then it goes blocked. I'm like, ah, crap. So, oh, so I'll take it and I'll go like, all right, delete. Uh, I'll hit the thing where you can just delete out the spot. They don't allow. And then the episode goes back up. But uh, what I'm thinking about doing is swapping that over. So leaving those, taking those down. And then uh, for my patrons, I would just put those on Patreon so that they can just watch the full episode the way it is. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to roll around it. So. And he's like, hey, screw it, man. <laughs> and, and the stupid shit people go after is funny. I got one uh, that somebody went after me and demonetized. Well, it's, it's demonetized anyways because it was never monetized. But they went after me for a commercial. Just somebody claims they have a right to a commercial and i'm like all right whatever i mean uh, yeah people do some weird stuff man people do some weird stuff the uh uh what's the one people um have started going through like public domain movies and claiming they own the rights to the public domain movies now oh good lord and i'm like yeah, that's just, uh, we we only have a couple on uh on on youtube um, because, uh, we did, I think we did, we did six episodes, but only five of them we actually ended up airing, but, uh, three of them were, were ones that we had permission to host that they weren't public domain movies. So those are the, the, the only two that were on, that are on YouTube were the public domain ones, but we haven't been hit yet. And I've heard of like things like that, like with music or, or like something like that, like they'll change something and then bam, they'll, they'll, they'll hit your ass with one of those. Yeah. Um, somebody was, I can't remember who it was, but they told me that um, they went to do a movie and these people showed up and were like, that's our movie. And he's like, no, no, that's public domain. They're like, nope, nope, no, nope, We own the rights to that. It's like, no, no, you don't. No one else. <laughs> yeah. I heard somebody had said something uh, in a group or something when Ryan shared maybe like our, our first episode, the house on haunted Hill. And then, like I was like, yeah, well, good luck. It's public domain. Like I don't, I don't care. Do what you got to do, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think our um, the 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 Doctor and the Witch episode with uh, um, not not Night of the Living Dead, but Carnival of Souls, which I know is in public domain. That's a hundred percent in public domain, and we still had somebody yeah, for sure. step, step up, and I'm like dude no whatever so, <laughs> so everybody knows that's public domain come on now yeah every there, there are certain movies that every horror host does and that's night living dead uh house on haunted hill carnival of souls uh you know nosferatu all those and i'm like yeah dude don't don't even tempt it i know there's certain versions of night living dead that people have the rights to like the what was it the I think the 30th anniversary one, I think people have it because they went through and they put new footage in. So they have oh, the rights wow. to that. And, but they only have the rights to their footage. So the rest of the movie is still in public domain, but they can go after that, like 15 minutes they added to make the extended cut of the movie or whatever. But right. It's dumb shit. Yeah. It's a, that's, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. But oh well, and, and that's what I was saying too, and that's why I like uh, and that's I, I prefer 
more more so more going for public domain to, to, to go to like independent filmmakers and be like hey like is it cool if i host your movie like and because of that too like you were said like everybody does public domain stuff mm -hmm. like i want to do something different i want to you know like be do, do something fresh something new you know give something give, give something that maybe not everybody's seen before you know like and, and and nine times out of ten they're awesome fucking movies i mean there's oh, a yeah. lot of really good independent stuff out there that that, that that's, they're they're hidden gems oh yeah well our next episode of the doctrine of which if, if when i get to it it's just we've been so busy is going to be a fan film episode so we're doing the uh night uh Voorhees night night of the beast which is jason versus bigfoot and then we're doing yeah. uh she burns in hell the Carrie fan films. Ah, I've seen those. Yeah, I talked to, well, I know, personally, I know the director of She Burns in Hell. Uh, and I did an interview with uh, um, Jason Pitts, the guy who directed um, uh, Voorhees, Night of the Beast. So I'm like, you know, whatever, I'm going to run with it, have fun with it. Um, the, one, the one that got me was when I did uh, um, our Christmas episode, we did uh, Silent Night, Bloody Night, and Elves. And the elves went all the way through, except for the soundtrack. The soundtrack is what got tagged because yeah, uh, um, Terror Vision uh, uh, has the rights to publish the uh, music. Ah, uh, But they let it go. It's still up. It's just it's it's been demonetized, which I'm not monetized anyway. So who right, right, exactly. You're not trying to make any money off the shit anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I as as um I I don't know how you stand on this, but every horror host I know this goes. This is a labor of love. If you're going in this business to make money, find something else to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Any money, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I are, are do you do the convention circuit or anything like that right now? Uh, we actually just had our first convention uh a couple weeks ago, a uh, cult classics convention in a uh, Bastrop, and that was a fucking blast man we had we had so much fun got to meet uh uncle lloyd lloyd kaufman uh president trauma had a good had a good uh good meeting with him so uh yeah um got to got to meet and talk to uh a michael baldwin from phantasm and that's another one of my like childhood like heroes uh, phantasm is my favorite like horror movie franchise ever so getting to meet him was really fucking cool and I mean, and, I mean, everybody there, everybody there was really, really cool. And, and like, that's my favorite convention to go to here in Texas. I mean, I've only been to, to Texas Frightmare in Dallas and that one, though. I mean, I haven't been to the one in Houston yet, but to me, it's, it's way smaller. It's more intimate. Like you get a lot one-on-one -on -one time with everybody. Like there's no insane lines like it's it's fucking awesome that's cool see um i go to horror hound but i was actually invited as a guest for the first time last year which is yeah weird to me Hell yeah i've been in comic books and everything for so long and i've been going to conventions paying or being a a, a, re, a vendor at cons and suddenly they're like we need you to be the get a guest i'm like me yeah all right so i ended up going there hanging out and doing interviews with all the people and oh my god I had a blast yeah. with what i call the hellraiser guys but look i i spent two solid days just hanging out with the guys from uh, um um that worked on the hellraiser movies whether behind the scenes or the last pinhead and these no. guys were all just super chill and had a good time and and uh end up hanging out with a guy that worked for uh um uh tony why can't i think of tony's last name and he does this practical effects for movies but me and him sit there and talked and talked and talked. i guarantee we talked probably 10 hours over hell two yeah. days <laughs> hell yeah yeah see that's awesome man yeah we, yeah we were uh we were vendors at this one but like it was our first convention you know what i mean like hell i i, I didn't start going to conventions until a couple of years the year before covid was my first convention and then i planned on you know oh yeah hell yeah well, i'm hooked now and then we all know what happened there but uh and like i just started going back just uh last year yeah so it's how how 
how how are the conventions down in Texas? Are they? What do you mean? I mean, what do you mean? Texas being so much bigger. I mean, I'm Ohio, but we have some of the bigger ones here in Ohio because we have for Ohio. I for some reason is a horror mecca, and yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why. Yeah, but, Ohio and Iowa, both of them. Like, I don't fucking understand it. There's like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around Pittsburgh. What the fuck? Why? Pittsburgh has Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, uh, Frightmare, Frightmare in, in Dallas, like, they had some, it's still like, they get pretty big name fucking people. Like, uh, the year that I went, uh, Bruce Campbell was there, Robert England was there, um, uh, Ted Ramey, Sam Ramey were there. Uh, Heather Langenkamp was there. Elvira was there. I mean, like, they have a lot of really big name people. Scott Ian from Anthrax, good to hang out with him. He's cool as fuck. Um, yeah, like, yeah, dude, like, they, they have some really big name people there. Like I said, uh, the cult classics and Bash Drop, it's, it's more like indie films. And I mean, they'll get some big name people too, but it's more like, Cult, like you know cult classic movies oh, and, yeah. and you know in indie movies uh shit they had uh it was a warriors reunion too this uh whenever we went there was a uh, four or five of the warriors there like i was like oh dude like james ramar uh dexter's dad he was uh ajax in the warriors yep. the, the the badass yep dude, oh my god dude that dude is cool as fuck him and uh the guy who played vermin in the warriors that dude is a cool fucking guy. I can't think of his name right now, but he was cool as shit, man. One of like the chillest like celebrity people that I've ever met. Yeah. Well, I'm a uh Ted Ramey met him 20 some years ago at a, a um Mid-Ohio Con, big big comic book convention. He was a guest there. And uh, that was back in the day when we used to make fun of because we used to call it BarCon. Because you'd yeah. go hang out at the hotel bar, and that's when they would take their breaks and hang out at the hotel bar. So you get to hang out and meet all these people. I've had drinks with Ted Ramey. I mean, he's, he's literally sat like right here and bullshitted with me and my wife. And this is a boxer. Like, yeah. dude, that's so badass, dude. Like, and he was just just chill dude and he was just having a good time he was just ha like you know happy to be there he didn't you know but um I, I i hate the fact that they try to keep and i i get why they have to now but the fact that they keep the guests so far away from the it, it just like oh man why do you got to put them all <laughs> right and uh, yeah, yeah there's a lot of stuff like that like here in texas like they don't really they don't really do that like uh like held the the after party and stuff at a uh, cult classic like it was straight up like everybody was mingling together and shit like it was fucking cool man um same thing with like like uh uh frightmare like you know, going up and fucking getting drinks with, with you know robert or something you know like it, it, it's wild dude oh yeah that's that's what I like because I, I ended up hooking uh, hanging out with the dude from uh, uh, that did Haunted Screams Expo. That's the one I went to in Virginia, and we were part. So we got invited to the after. We were with the after party and everything, so we got to hang out with all these horror movie people, and it was it was so fun. And some of them are kind of like standoffish, and you're like you can tell they just don't really want to be there. But then you got the ones that are up there partying and drinking and and just dancing their asses off, and you're just like, they want to be here. Those yeah, yeah. So, oh my god. The, the yeah, it's, it's it's awesome, and, and that's the thing too, dude. Going from like and going from being a fan to like now like having fans, like it's fucking weird to me. Like I just I still can't like kind of wrap my brain around that. You know what I mean? I mean, hell, oh, I'm yeah. shooting. I'm shooting in my backyard, like literally, like our sets that are in my backyard, like. But yeah, it's 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 awesome. It's it's one of those things that like, like I will literally never forget, like, and especially like I can't wait for the future either, man. But like I'll never forget this point in my life because like, it's just there's there's so much fun, dude, in in doing this to me, like, 
like like you said like it's it, it's not about money like no. it's it's never been about money like I, I literally let like i just love to share love to share my love of horror with everyone and that's literally what it's always been about with me and that's what it'll always be about yeah well um, funny thing you're talking about fans I go to my mailbox at my shop because I, I, I just have, if anybody needs to send anything, I just give them the shop's address and I go and there's just this envelope in there and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, care of Paulie. All right. I go and I cut it open. I really, it's a fan letter, a legit letter. Somebody wrote me on freaking notebook paper and I'm like, that's awesome. I have yeah, that's badass. And, uh, uh, I don't know about three months ago or so, right around Christmas time. I got a letter and I got this, this like not an actual letter letter, but an email. And this guy sends me this really heart, you know, from the heart letter. And I like, I went up to my wife. I was like, I, I don't know what to say. Cause this guy like laid himself out, you know, there. And, 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 and I'm like, I appreciate it. She goes, just, just write that, that, you know, you, that you, I was like, man, I was like, thank you for watching. And, and being there and doing all this, but I was like, "That's weird to me." <laughs> I, I was... yeah, right, right. But I mean, it's, see, but that's the thing though, too. Like, and that's that's another thing. Like, like man, there's so like there's so much to to just talk about and discuss. Like, I I'm, I get very philosophical about a lot of shit, but like, it made me like realize like how much of an audience that I really do have doing oh, yeah. all this. Like, how many people actually really do watch this? Like, I was fucking shocked when I found out how many people actually watch the show. Like, I was stunned. But it made me want to be a better person. Not just not just for me, but for everyone else. Oh, yeah. Well, I I, I, I do this, this because... That sounds. Yeah. Well, I, I do it all because, you know, there's a lot of bullshit and we're getting older and, you know, stuff isn't fun anymore, you know? And exactly. If you get a few hours of fun every week by watching your favorite horror host or watching cartoons you grew up on or horror movies you grew up on or, you know, and that you can make somebody's life a little bit better, even if it's for a half hour a day. And I'm like, exactly. you no, know, I love being able to do that. I mean, exactly. That's what it's all about to me, dude. Oh yeah. It's, I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to, you know, I get kind of, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's one of the ones where you're like, I just want people to kind of set back, relax, forget you're an adult for a little bit of time forget you got bills to pay and just set back and have fun. And, exactly. And, uh, you know, I got these guys tell me, Oh, I watch it with my grandkids or I watch it with my kids and this stuff. I'm like, that's what I'm doing it for, man. Is to, to, <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah, that's what it's all about, man. But, uh, so I, I got to ask you, how did you come about and decide on Bud the Demon? Well, like, uh, I, I had this Krampus mask, and all, all originally, like, I had this idea. I was wanting to do like a, uh, like, like a sort of tales from the crypt sort of series, the mm -hmm. uh, tales from the nine circles, and it was Beelzebub. Well, like, the more I started thinking about it, and more I started, and that's whenever it's sort of like I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a horror host. Like, I'll do, you know, do that. And like it went from sort of being way more dark and demonic to being a more friendly, more, 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 more metalhead, more. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Like the, the, this, this more of a goat, you know, kind of, kind of creature, you know. And whenever I saw that mask from Zagoni Studios, I was like, "That's it. That's my fucking. Man. That's Bub right there. That's Bub the Demon." And then like, and that sort of, you know, like that attitude and everything it's like like always well, his, his name's beelzebub but all his friends call him bub you know like 
I, I don't know, man. It just and and that's growing up with a lot of '80s metal. Uh, growing up with Pantera's Southern Rock. That's got a, and, and and the Misfits. Um, got a lot of influence on on the character for sure. And Dio, lots of Dio. Yeah, uh, th uh, hey, that's actually why I started doing at the end of each of my shows. I uh, the other two shows, the the sci-fi and the cartoon show. I do uh, uh, vinyl reviews. Yeah, fuck yeah, man! I started posting like, oh man, I got new vinyl in this week. I got new vinyl, and people are like, well, what's that like? And I'm like, well, shit, I'm gonna start telling people what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah! And see, people love that shit, dude. Like, that's you you know what I mean, like. Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like the the i guess it's nostalgia you know what i mean mm -hmm. like stuff that we grew up on like I, I i don't know if it's a lot of like older older people like us you know what i mean like re rekindling like this this old love or if it's that and you know us bringing new people you know into this shit you know what i mean which i i, th I think it's both really like because I've, I've seen a lot of younger people like watch Sven Gulli and talk about Sven and stuff now. And that like, oh, that yeah. blew my mind. I was like, holy shit, you watch Sven Gulli? What? Well, it, it's funny finding these kids that are like, I say kids because I'm, I'm getting, I'm old. I, but, I, I, mean, I feel bad about that, but yeah. yeah. And uh, if, if you're, if you're roughly around my kids' age, you're a kid. Um, but it's yeah. like seeing these guys in their twenties now doing horror hosting. I'm like, how did you guys find horror hosting? I was like, you know, cause I hate to say this, but I thought it was dead at one point. Yeah, I mean, for sure, man. Me too, man. Because it's just sort of disappeared, at least locally here here in Ohio. But then I found out that it was just because we didn't get it. And then YouTube happened. And then all those people that were making up in like Cleveland, people over in Toledo, Slash over in freaking Indiana. You got Sally over in uh, uh, Pennsylvania. And I'm like, these guys are right here. And then I start watching their episodes because I'm like, Oh, you can YouTube all this stuff. And yep. I'm like, it never went away. And, and that's, what's badass, man. So cool. And, and finding, and like I said, getting, cause I, I, I've, I've done interviews with people from like in their twenties, you know, all the way up into their sixties that are still doing horror hosting. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's a whole generation of people. That's, that is oh, two yeah. generations. For sure, man. For sure, and like you know, like I just I just turned thirty eight. Like I'm almost forty. Um, but yeah, dude. Like growing up in the eighties and stuff. Like I said, like that was and, and down south, down here, like Joe Bob was what we had. You, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Until, until like I said, you know, when like uh, up till about six or seven years ago, whenever I found Slash, you know what I mean? And then all the other horror hosts from on the Monster Channel too, and like I fell in love with everybody on there, like Hack and. Molto, Doc Dread. I mean, everybody. Uh, 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 Sally, Zombie Sally. Cheerleader. Every, the Mummy and the Monkey. I mean, there's so many, so many badass horror hosts out there. And like, and that was finding Slash and then uh, like uh, Sven Gulli, uh was, you know, like, and I got to thank my father-in-law for, for that one. He's, he got me hooked on Sven, man. It, I remember when I didn't have cable for a while and all of a sudden I'm watching like during the channel. Cause we had, was it, it was our, our local channel was like 7.2 was me TV. And yep. it's like Sven Gulli on from, <laughs> what? There's a horror host on, on regular, t on regular TV. And I'm like, right. yeah. And, and I, hate I, I don't watch it every week, but I DVR it. So there's like some Sundays I sit down while I'm like doing dealing with my comics or cleaning house, and I watch like five of them in a row. Hell yeah, hell yeah, yes, yeah, dude. I was super stoked too. Uh, they uh, we, we watch it every week. My daughter's got to watch it. She's uh, she's she's a big Spangoolie fan. Um, but uh, they, they showed our our, our uh, audition for Spawn of Spangoolie again. I was like, damn, like I think that's like the third or fourth time they've showed us now. So I'm, I'm keeping my claws crossed on that one, man. See, I, I have horror hosts to give me shit because I don't wear a mask. I don't wear makeup. I, I, cause I'm, I'm Saturday morning guy. So I, I got my robe, I got my, you know, whatever. And now they're like, well, if you're going to do a horror host thing, you got to start doing this. So, um, uh, mask maker, uh, Mikey severe, 
was uh, um, he's like, I'm going to teach you how to do your makeup. <laughs> so you cannot be this. And I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then uh, and then I, I keep I got my character. I busted out my old character I created probably 10 years ago. And that was Dr. Edgar Shelley Lovecraft, PhD, not MD. Uh, because everybody's a doctor that you know and i'm like no no he's a he's a he's a a, a research scientist is what he is. right and, and then i bring my legit my my wife who's a legit witch is my host the witch oh that's badass and we had an episode that we did for for i think it was our christmas episode i had a stack of books sitting there that i have i have all these books on like witchcraft and stuff like and the worst part about it is i'm not and my wife's witch, but I I love reading about it, but I don't. It's not my thing. But I have the 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 uh, Malus Maleficarum, the the witches, you know, the hammer, and I'm sitting there, and my wife's going on and on, and I just pick that book up and I start reading it. And I'm like, how to deal with a wife, how to deal with a witch wife, and she looks over, she goes, that's not even cool. <laughs> that was all made up at the moment, just because I, <laughs> he was giving me crazy. And, that's awesome and um so, so do you script your stuff or is it on the fly it's it's it, i mean we have like little bullet points but like like everything that we do it's all ad lib dude see the only time i i do anything it's bullet points is i i jot down notes from the movies like you know yep, hey this was filmed here here and here this guy was yep. here and that's it and the rest of it is just all of us just me and my wife and um, my son, who who appears on my card to, on my shows, you couldn't teach him. You couldn't get him to do anything because he, he he's twelve years old. He's five four. He's two hundred pounds, and he has autism. So oh, he shit. doesn't want if he doesn't want to do it. You're not making him do it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my daughter too, man. She's yeah, she's strong willed as hell. Yeah, she yeah she has autism too. So yeah, yeah I know. I know what that I know what that's like, man. They don't want to do something that they ain't doing You're it. Not making them. And no. uh, but he loves appearing on the shows. That kid awesome. like I I'll, I'll be sitting there I'm like, so Vince, is it Saturday morning? He'll yep. Are we gonna have watch Saturday morning cartoons? And he's just like <laughs> he sticks his I was like, What that's do you want? Awesome. He's like, I want cake. And I'm like, Well, you can't have cake and he wanders off. <laughs> And so there's this whole thing on my show about people is like Vince Kirk and they'll type this. I'll do a, 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 I'll I'll air it and then um, Saturday mornings or Friday nights, and I'll I'll be in the chat when it airs because I'm always there when it when when the show drops. At least I try to be there for at least a little bit of the time. Yeah, and um, people are like Vince is here, Kirk. That's looking awesome. That's awesome, man. But I'm like, no, it's like, he, he, I don't make him be on the show. If he wants to be on the show, he's on the show. This, the son I want to be on the show doesn't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, you know, go figure, right? Oh, man. He, he's my, he's my, I would say he's my mini me, but he, me and him are the same size. <laughs> he's, oh, yeah. he's 23, so I can't say that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll call my daughter my mini me. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she's 13 going on 30. But yeah, she's yeah, she's uh she's a lot like me. And like, dude, she's like a freaking encyclopedia when it comes to like universal and, and horror film, uh, the hammer films. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, she knows so freaking much. She'd tell you like the years they came out, like damn near the entire cast of each one. I'm like, holy shit, how the hell do you how the hell do you remember all this? uh I, i'm i'm kind of that way i used to be and i'm getting oh, yes yeah, here i mean i'm i'm the same way with a lot of other stuff but like yes yeah, so, i mean it just it blew my mind like because like i didn't know that she knew any of that stuff you know what i mean like well hell i'll be at work you know what i mean and come home and then she's like oh blah 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 and i'm like holy shit how did you know that like she's been watching attack of the killer tomatoes i'm like <laughs> Holy shit! Whoa! Awesome! Hell yeah! Oh yeah! You got you got to love that when and uh, I I my my son that like I said I'd love for him to be on a show won't he didn't get in horror till later on but when he got into it he really got into it yeah but he's he's um 
he's a student, as I would I like to say. He he loves learning about stuff and figuring out where stuff came. He's become like yeah. this like student of music and movies. And like if he if he finds a band that he really likes, he'll figure out what made that band that band. So he'll start studying the music that they liked. And, oh, that's awesome. And he does the same thing with movies. So I'm like, kid, crazy. So, oh, yeah. but I can actually watch weird, stupid movies with him. And, and my wife just stares at me. She goes, is that in Russian? Yeah, it is. I'm going upstairs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's, yeah, see, that's awesome, too. Yeah, that, that's what I love, too. Yeah, I mean, me and the kiddo will be watching anime, and, like, Sarah's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to the other room. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite anime? Oh, gee, uh, my favorite anime, definitely, dude. It's 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 damn near neck and neck. It probably is neck and neck, but if this is a North Star and Berserk, man. You, you know, I Berserk used to be one of my top ten, and I'm not gonna lie. What was it like five years ago where they released that really bad Berserk, really soft animated? Oh God! Yeah. And I hated it so bad that it actually hurt the rest of the Berserk. <laughs> yeah, it's th those are terrible. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't care for those, man. I don't, I don't like this. Most of the time, I don't like the CG animes but there are a lot of them that i do uh what the hell was that one it was a racing one redline yeah that's it that's it that yep. motherfucker is badass like uh that one blew me away and there was another one too recently that was a lot of cg that was actually really really good i can't think of it right now off the top the, of my head the but. one that blew me away was the uh um uh captain harlock movie that came yeah out. that shit was badass dude you know, i grew up on on captain harlock arcadia my youth and stuff like that and i'm sitting there and oh, it's yeah, like yeah. i looked at the video i saw the trailer and i'm like i gotta find this and the video store that i used to go to was like they had it and i kept looking at it, looking at it, looking at it and all of a sudden it was like on sale on blu-ray for like i don't know a dollar and i'm like that's mine so hell yeah Hell yeah! It's like yeah, I've got hell. I've got a Galaxy Express nine 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 DVD in there right now. Like that, I saw that somewhere for like a dollar or something. And the kiddo was like, oh, "I think she's got that in her collection now." I'm like, "Ah, damn you! <laughs> Stay away from my DVDs." <laughs> well, it's it's bad. Is that one of my favorite animes of all times? Is the movie Bow? And oh, uh, hold on. Yep, I got that, and I have the laser disc. Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, man. I, yeah, dude, I, that's one of my favorites, man. It, it, like, uh, shit, I got into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, way the fuck back in the day, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, when the Dreamcast game came out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got, I got into because I had it on Dreamcast, and I had the uh, OVAs, the um. Yeah. That first, like, and I got that, what, like, 99, I think, is yep. when I got it. No one had heard. so badass, man. And um, it was funny because my kids, my 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 two middle boys, got really into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And they're playing the game, and I look over, and there's Bao. And I'm like, the hell? We're... Yeah. And they're like, Bao. And I'm like, I know who Bao is. And... and and then I found the VHS, let them watch the VHS, and they're like, wow, this is freaking cool. I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> and that was another one, like, well, I mean, JoJo's fucking violent, but like, but Bao, Bao's way more violent than uh, than JoJo is. But I mean, but still, like, yeah, dude, like, whenever, yeah, whenever I found out that he was a, a downloadable character on Battle Royale, I was like, yep. oh, shit. it's fucking over now. I'm getting that motherfucker. I got the fact Bao. The fact that his finishing move is him with the big gun attached to his arm. And I'm like, you have to know the cartoon. You don't get that. Yep. Yep. Otherwise, you don't really, yeah, you don't get the context of it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, break that. Ah, 
my god, I love that shit, dude. I love it when, and I, I, I just rewatched it again the other day, man. When, when the, when the big psychic Indian guy comes in and he takes that blade and he cuts it, and a guy puts his hands up like this, and his fingers fall off, and the blade stuff stuck. In his head. Whack, you go, go right in his head. And that's his tribute. That's his tribute to freaking Fist of the North Star. Is that guy? So really, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. That's why he's all weird looking compared to the rest of the cast because it's like post-apocalyptic looking big Indian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super fucking huge psychic Indian. Like, well, yep. okay, that's, that's kind of strange, but okay. <laughs> <sighs> and then, um, the uh, yeah, I, I bought at Horror Hound back in, oh, geez, was it March of last year? I bought a stack of laser discs oh shit just to get the anime out of it nice <laughs> friend of mine goes he goes you still looking for laser discs i went yeah and he goes boom and he sits this thing up on his table and he goes you want to buy some and i was like ah oh, man and he goes 500 dollars buys everything he goes plus i have stuff at the shop that you could pick up later and i'm like and I start flipping through, flipping through, flipping through. And the big thing in there was the uh, Super Mario movie unopened on Laserdisc. Oh, shit. And it was, yeah. it was like 400 bucks on eBay at the time. And he goes, this should pay for your, your stuff. And I'm like, I was like, man, would you do four instead of five? He's like, so we went back and forth a little bit. I bought it at 400 mm -hmm. I end up selling. I didn't get. I didn't get four hundred out of the out of the the disc. I think I got like two seventy five out of. Uh, um, but yeah, brand new sealed, John Leguizamo, Bob Hots, Hoskins, Super Mario movie. Fuck yeah, dude! Fuck uh, yeah! Shit, what what anime was in there, man? Um, Dominion Tank Police, um, uh, Hyperdoll, Moldiver. Oh. Um, Armitage, all the Armitage plus Armitage the third the movie, um, to all the Tenchi Muyo. Holy um, so you uh, got a good fucking haul. Yeah, and I I sold some of it because some of it was like, uh, and the worst part about it is I love Robotech, and they had Robotech in there, but it was like volume one, four, five, six, nine, and I'm like. Uh, I have Dang. the entire series, and I even have some of the old VHS tapes. And I was like, "Eh, we'll sell those, and that'll help pay for the stuff that I'm going to keep." So, yeah, oh, yeah. As I'm, I'm sitting here looking over here. I don't think I have them here. I know I don't have the laser discs, <laughs> but I do have Robotech on VHS tape. <laughs> nice. And then Fuck I have yeah, the great big boxes somewhere too. So. Fuck yeah. Back when you That's bought your bad. anime, one episode at a time. People forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Oh God, dude. Yeah, that was the worst, man. That was the worst. And like you're so like Moldiver, like dude, I remember picking every one of those up, dude. And I think it was like two episodes on a VHS, dude. Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't know why I even like ended up like picking that one up, but like. I watched like the first the first one and I was fucking hooked. I was like, dude, this, this show is so fucking goofy, but I oh, yeah. love it. Yeah. It's I so fucking stupid. Love it. The really misogynist guy turns into a woman superhero. That's great. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Hilarious. The cool part about the laser discs are is one side is the uh uh, uh dub, the other side is the subtitled. Oh, <laughs> see, that's badass. Yeah. See, that's badass. Yeah. And what was it? Uh, I'm trying to remember what I because I know I got like a couple other ones in there and I cannot think of the other ones. Oh, uh, like Devil Hunter Yoko. Oh, uh, shit, yeah. dude. That's another fucking classic, man. <laughs> Damn. And that's like, I've never even heard anybody else even talk about that one, dude. Like, me and my brother used to watch that when we were fucking teenagers growing up and shit, man. But yeah, dude, that's a dad. That's a that's a fucking classic, man. Oh, dude, uh, MD Geist. Oh, MD, MD Geist is another one, man. MD Geist was one of the ones that that I um, I worked at a comic book shop when I was fifteen, and uh, um, a friend of mine at the time, he's like, "Man, have you seen? You know, you like anime, right?" 
And I was like, yeah, you know, I like Voltron. I like Robotech, you know, all the, you know, uh, uh, Star Blazers, Gundam, stuff like this. Man, watch this stuff. And he hands me like five movies. MD Geist, Bow, uh, uh, Manic Zero One, Metal Skin Panic, um, Fist of the North Star, the, the movie. Nice. And was it a, oh, uh, uh, Vampire Hunter D. Nice. And I'm like, I fell in love. I was like, holy shit. And then, and then shortly thereafter, I started ordering everything and I became friends with people who, uh, bootleg. And, um, I, I kind of had some stuff from back when I was in high school because, uh, um, I had a, gr a girl that I used to hang out with in high school and she was from Japan. So every summer she'd go back to Japan and so she took a VCR from America, took it over there, and would record anime for me. So when we'd come back from summer break, she would hand me like five VHS tapes, just jam-packed full of anime. Dude, and, that's badass. And that was back when you had, uh, remember when you had SAP at the bottom of your TV? So you spat the, the Spanish uh, uh, subtitles at the bottom? Yeah. In Japan... Um, you could get TVs that would run English subtitles across the bottom. That's so badass. Recorded it from TV with the with the American subtitles across the bottom, and I was watching like Dragon Ball Z before anybody had heard of Dragon Ball Z. I was watching yeah. Gundam from Japan, and I was watching all these shows that no one had heard of. And then we get them like five years later. Right, right, dude. See, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, dude. Yeah, that's fucking legit, man. That's fucking legit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll show you this real quick before I'm gonna hop off here. All right. Yeah. Wanna a little a little worse for learn worse for wear, but oh yeah. I got a couple of those. I have Still the um there there it's buried over there in a shelf where I go get them. I have the complete collection of Fist of the North Star. No shit, the master editions? It's the it's it's um I I, I want to say it's quasi legal. <laughs> oh, it's, it's an import, but it's it's really nice. It comes in really nice like slip cases and the whole nine yards. It folds out, plays great. But the problem is, is the menu is Japanese. Oh, you're talking about DVDs. Yeah. And, oh, right. yeah, yeah. and so I have to go scroll down to where I can understand like English, so I can punch the English subtitles in, so I can watch it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. I've got, I still got that one, and I've got volume two, my master editions. Sweet. Yep, I got those. Float. I got those probably in my, uh, at the shop, put in my, in my comment boxes somewhere. Yeah, I fucking love that shit, man. Love it, dude. Yeah, that's, like I said, that was definitely one of my favorites. That was, that was the first anime movie I ever saw before I even knew what the fuck anime was. Was Fist of the North Star. Hell of an introduction to anime. Oh yeah, definitely. I got <laughs> I got really lucky. Um, like right after I graduated high school, we had a theater. Yeah, it's about 40 minutes away from my house at the time. But like one Saturday a month, it was either Friday or Saturday, they had anime nights. So you'd go in and you'd watch three anime movies. That's and badass. Legitimately, like the first night I went, it was um I'm, I'm not 100%. I, I know the movies I saw there, but I couldn't tell you which ones I saw in order. Um, but I'm pretty sure the first one I saw was um, I got to see Vampire Hunter D on the big screen, Ghost in the Shell on the big screen, and Akira on the big screen. Oh, that's fucking badass, dude. And, and then I think I went later and saw like Robot Carnival because um, it was just the movies for the most part. I think they did like a two episode, like a, a, a Gundam where you got to see like two episodes of a Gundam, but yeah. And it was like, Oh shit. This is <laughs> even though yeah, I'd yeah. seen uh, uh vampire D probably a hundred times on VHS tape, you're suddenly going in and it's on the big screen. And you're like, Holy shit. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's I do. Yeah, I got to see a uh, uh, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust uh, in the theaters at uh, Tinseltown in Dallas back when I still lived in Waxahachie. Yeah, dude, that fucking. Woo! Yeah, that blew me away, man. That and then, uh, and see, and they would do that too whenever they would show one, like a new anime movie. They would show a, an old school anime movie. They would do like a double feature. Um, whenever I saw Princess Mononoke, that for some reason they did the, 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 a double feature with the Ghost in the Shell. 
so yeah i was i was like dude we got we got to stay for that though i mean who's not gonna i've never seen ghost in the shell in the theater we gotta fucking watch that i think so. the only reason they did that is because i think they came out the same year and i think that might be the yeah. only reason oh man the uh yeah there, there's some there's some badass anime movies I I I I got out of it for a while because I my old shop was uh we call it the anime source. Um we it was a comic book shop and anime store. So you could come in and rent anime or buy anime like a video store. That's badass. And um I had so much of it and I watched so much of it for for the time I had that that I just got burnt out on it for a while and I had to take a break. Yeah. And now I'm I'm slowly getting back into it. I'm not gonna lie. The other day I had the entire every Dragon Ball episode come through the shop. Damn. So that's from Dragon Ball through Super, all of the episodes, all the movies, everything. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, I should put that out for sale, but nope, that's going to my collection. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Straight up, man. Yep. Straight up man that's that's awesome though man um yeah as as we go on anime instead of talking about uh being a horror host and stuff (laughs) that's what i'm saying man like i could just go on and ramble about all kinds of shit man we've got a lot of stuff in common man oh yeah and and it's funny because you just told me you just turned 38 you said yeah yeah i'm getting ready to turn 49 so (laughs) <laughs> i'll be 49 in june and oh yeah. Oh, yeah it's 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 uh i i i've i got tired of getting older <laughs> yeah, yeah i'll fucking hear you man that's like me man i'm, I'm like nope that's nope. it i'm drawing the line I'm drawing the line i'm not growing up anymore now after this that's it, <laughs> it it's funny because recently my my i got into to to cosplay i got back into anime I do what, and it's funny because people are like, I was like, dude, I wear stuff that has a mask, so you know I can hide this. <laughs> no, no, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what I was saying. I was like, nobody wants to look at this ugly mug. Nobody does. That's why I wear a fucking goat mask. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and it's funny because there's a picture of me, and I was just testing out. I got a set of stormtrooper armor, and I put it on, and my beard sticking out the bottom of the helmet because the helmet only comes down to here. Hell yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, your, your your beard's sticking out. I'm like, I know. Hold on a second. I gotta <laughs> they put a rubber band in it, and then I'm like, all right, now <laughs> my beard is I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did uh uh this year I took my son trick-or-treating and I I had bought a high one of them high-end Spider-Man costumes off a buddy of mine. And I took him trick-or-treating, and I'm like sitting there trying to get my beard. I got a couple rubber bands in it. I got it up underneath the mask, trying to be comfortable so it's not like this all night, just rubbing. Right. And uh, then I felt bad because every little kid wanted their picture taken with Spider-Man, so I got to stop and take pictures of people. And my kid wants to trick-or-treat. No, he's like, damn it. I just want some fucking candy. And then then they got, because he's, he's such a big kid that he's Mario. So he, all these other little kids wondering picture taken with Spider-Man and Mario. So then he started enjoying it because <laughs> yeah, yeah. all the kids thought he was cool too. So that's awesome, man. My wife's walking me around because I can't see nothing. The, the, those Spider-Man goggles, you, you, you have your your range of vision might be this much. That's <laughs> it. And we're in the dark, and I'm like walking around with my wife on my wife's shoulder, so I don't. Oh, dude, I bet, man. I bet that's fucking terrible, dude. <clears throat> And then it got really cold. And I want to tell you something. A Spider-Man costume is not very your friend when it's cold outside. <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine not, man. I would imagine not. <clears throat> but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to fucking uh, hop yeah. off here, man. I got I to gotta wake up and go to work at... I got to be there at 6 in the morning, Ooh, so... Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 dude. It's all good, man. Like, uh, they're... they're yeah, I'm, I'm busy as shit right now, dude. Just like casting miniatures like crazy, getting ready for Adepticon. So, so. I, I, before you go, is that the behind you? Is that the Ghostbuster? Is that the firehouse? Ghostbuster firehouse? It, it, it is a firehouse. You could use it for Ghostbusters. 
because I'm sitting there trying to get a good look at it, and I'm like, that looks like the the firehouse from Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh yeah, that would definitely be acceptable as a. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And see, this is really this is uh, the company I work for, Blackside Studios. This is one of our one of our uh, MDF uh, terrain kits. Like you can take the roof off in each each floor. Like oh. you can actually play inside each floor of the of the building. So do you guys make like 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 for D and D and stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like any tabletop game. Oh yeah, dude. We have like uh, terrain from anything from fantasy stuff to western, World War Two. Uh, modern stuff to the cyberpunk we've got every damn thing man you guys have a catalog uh uh a uh, web page uh blacksitestudios.com cool 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 because I'll, I'll i'll let people know because i got i'm i run a comic book and gaming shop i people buy the hell out of D miniatures and stuff like that so yeah oh yeah oh yeah and uh, yeah dude we've got got a a couple of badass new games about to come out. I know they're about to uh, release the uh, the newest edition of uh, Don't Look Back, which was uh, the the company's first uh, first tabletop game because they were just they were just making uh, MDF kits and stuff at first. And uh, the the first the first tabletop game they made was a horror tabletop game. It's like a slasher tabletop yes. game where you're like a group of survivors trying to survive uh you know this encounter with a a slasher or a monster and that's this is what's really fucking cool is uh each expansion comes in like a vhs case with like a new killer and new rules new scenario like all that but yeah dude uh yeah definitely check it out dude yeah black site black site studios nice nice well man i i we're gonna have to put a pin in this we're gonna have to do this again and continue our conversations oh yeah for sure man for sure and um, one of these days, man, we're all because I've talked to Hack, I've talked to Slash, and I'm gonna talk. One of these days, we're all gonna have to just appear on everybody's shows. So, oh yeah, for sure, absolutely, absolutely, dude. So, I'm, I'm definitely wanting. To, I'm definitely wanting to do crossovers with with. Uh, I'm I'm willing to do crossovers with anybody, really. But uh, I definitely I have one planned with Slash and one planned with Hack. So yeah. Hack's supposed to be on the show sometime again because Hack's. Hack and uh, uh, Dr. Zombo are my, my reoccurring guests. And me and Dr. Zombo are hoping to do a, like, monthly live episode. Hell yeah. Where you can come in and we just have everybody all at once and talk stupid shit and all that fun Hell stuff. Hell yeah. Hell uh, yeah. I'm down, man. Hell yeah. We'll do that shit. All right, man. Hell yeah. Before we keep talking longer, I'm going to let you go. Um, is there anything you want to tell uh, uh, people where we can where we can watch you at? Uh, right now on YouTube, Cave of Carnage, um, or uh, uh, look us up on Facebook or on uh, Graveyard Television. You'll see, you'll see it's all on there now. All right. And where can they find you at, personally? Uh, uh, on, on Facebook, James Carnes, or uh, you can look up uh, Nightmare Ninja Studios. Um, that's where I do all my mask-making stuff and uh, other film projects and that sort of stuff. So Cool. All right, man. I'll put some of this information at the end. This episode... We'll drop Monday uh, afternoon, Monday morning for you. And you can, I'll send you a link and stuff when we get it ready to go. So, all right, man, oh, well, yeah. you take care, uh, be careful and uh, yeah. have a good, try to have a good night. Yeah, now, yeah, I'm thank go, you, brother. now I'm gonna go back to working on my other show. So take yeah. care, man. Oh, yeah, th thanks, man. It's been a blast. Yeah, man. Cool. Later. Later, brother.